0: Regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there. Algorithms, I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. The public has a right to know. That's the point that we're making, and we're dealing with a life or death issue here, and so everybody has a role to play in making sure there's accurate information.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it is good to be back. If you did not notice, there was a large gap between our last show and this show. That is not my fault.
2: Whose is it, then?
1: We had some technical
2: difficulties. We're not going to lay blame anywhere. Well, there's no blame to lay. We could have got hacked. Yeah, we could have. Probably did. Well. I was flaming liberals. So. We actually <laughs> had a very good show, but the SD card was corrupted. I worked for like three days trying to recover the <laughs> files. Yeah. And I recovered, there was like 16 files. Mm-hmm. I recovered number four and number nine. So I didn't figure if I put those two together, it would go very well. Those will show
1: up on extra bonus outtake materials that you can get through the Patreon. We don't have. Oh, we have it. Just nobody uses it. We have Patreon? No. (laughs) 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 Who's been taking all the money that we're not getting? Ah, What else is going on? Any housekeeping besides that? Our two-year anniversary, two years to the day, will be next week. Yes, Believe it, it or not. So, like, yes, it falls it right on, uh, was it the 19th? January yes. 19th. So, if anybody wants to call in, uh, that'll be next week, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 561 363 6060. Last year, a lot of people called in, but I made a big push for that. And I don't, you know, if you want to call in, call in. It'd be cool. But yeah, it'd be our two year anniversary of doing this.
2: Two years. Dulce. That's a lot of hours in this studio.
1: It is. It feels like home yeah I was thinking about pulling my car in on that end. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's where we're at. So uh, you can find us online at bcblpodcast.com. You can message us at info at bcblpodcast.com. And you can find us on True Social at Blue Collar Blacklisted Podcast. And uh, since they share our show so much, and they're friends of ours on there, and they've been here too, there's a few people you could also follow on there. The uh, Ultra Deplorable Veteran is good. Heartland Matthias, Heartland Matthias is good if you're on True Social. So th- they actually repost our stuff and help us out a lot. So you should follow those guys. They're great. Plus, uh, I use a lot of their material too. Yeah. So it's a mutually beneficial relationship. Yes. It it's, fr- it's friends with benefits.
2: Whoa,
1: easy, <laughs> easy. He's
2: and a he, Hey, whoa. whoa.
1: Yeah, and, and speaking of technical difficulties, Buford thought that we lost that sound clip, and uh, I can't even remember how we obtained that or where we found it, but he was in a panic when he thought that it was lost.
2: Yeah. I think a homosexual recommended it.
1: That's not nice. So anyway. He's a
2: fag. Wow, that's yeah. loud and clear. We got it.
1: That's not nice. Uh, so anyways, um this is like super rich. Joe Biden is uh in a little hot water on some classified documents. No way. What's well, good for the goose is good for the gander and this is uh this is just so dopey. And and remember who made a big deal out about classified documents man like and that I mean it was just atrocious. They obviously went to the extent to, to raid Trump's private residence to recover records, laid them out for the news, and which a lot of the stuff they laid out for the news was not stuff they actually found there. But we are, are going to start off this evening on Breitbart. Joe Biden's mishandled classified documents include intel materials related to Iran and Ukraine. Big shocker there.
2: Hmm. So was this Ukraine before Russia and Ukraine, yeah, it would have been right, because yes this yeah, so was, yes yeah. because, but th- this would this was and, when he was vice president
1: right, when he was over there talking about uh getting the, the prosecutor, yeah, yeah so yeah um and and pushing people around, throwing the weight around, and
2: um using using uh the weight of his position, yeah, we need to make sure those are made public, you know those classified documents are made public so we can see what was going on before the invasion
1: it gets really good, it gets a lot
2: better uh. I do have
1: something we're going to add, but we'll get into this first. Uh, Fake President Joe Biden's mishandled classified documents at the University of Pennsylvania, quote-unquote, think tank, include intelligence materials related to Iran and Ukraine, according to CNN. Among the documents Biden stashed at the Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement at the university were at least 10 documents with classified markings on them. The classified documents were dated between 2013 and 2016 and reportedly contained classified intelligence inflation about Iran, Ukraine, and the United Kingdom. Also in the documents were records pertaining to the Biden family business. <laughs> Shocker, including Bo Biden's funeral preparations. Biden's stash of sensitive documents at the University of Pennsylvania's think tank raises national security concerns. Anonymous Chinese donations have reportedly been given to a University of Pennsylvania think tank where Biden stored the sensitive documents. Move to the next one because we're going to expound on that just a little bit.
2: And now we're on the New York Post. Small donation, right?
1: Yes. $54 million, We need an ad blocker. In Chinese gifts donated to UPenn, home of the Biden Center. A government watchdog is demanding the U.S. attorney probing Hunter Biden in Delaware investigate tens of millions in anonymous donations from China to the University of Pennsylvania, where an academic center is named for his father, President Biden. <clears throat> the Ivy League College raked in a total of $54.6 million from 2014 through June of 2019 in donations from China, including $23.1 million in anonymous gifts starting in 2016, according to public records. Most of the anonymous donations came after the university announced in February of 2017 that it would create the Penn-Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement, Joe Biden, whose term as vice president had just ended, was to lead the center and was also named a professor at the university. The center, which is located in Washington, D.C., opened its doors in February of 2018. Anthony Blinken, whom Biden named as Secretary of State, briefly served as its managing director. The Ivy League University received $15.8 million in anonymous Chinese gifts that year, including one eye-popping $14.5 million donation in May of
2: 2018 record show. Wow. So, if you spread that out over those 4 years, that's like 1.1 million a month. Totally
1: normal, no corruption, uh nothing to see
2: here at all. But I have a question because I'm I'm I really don't know what exactly is this Biden pen center.
1: Well, when they're saying a think tank, that that would be which a lot of it has to do with lobbyists, honestly, dude. Even conservative, you know, quote unquote think tanks, but they're they're com- comprised um, professors, dignitaries. I mean, uh, politicians, <coughs> former politicians, rather. <clears throat> but they policy developers, uh, which usually, and, and you'll see a lot of them that, that do writing and uh, op-ed pieces, X, Y, Z, and that, that's just kind of there's there's a deeper a uh, more expansive explanation, I'm sure, but my knowledge on that specifically is limited because I am in the automotive field. But, um, but it's also—you always
2: use that as a crutch, man. I've been do. doing this two years; you should know that by now. Well. Does anybody else here,
1: have, have, has anybody else done anything extracurricular to bolster their abilities here? Yeah, I make sure we have shows published every single week, just like last week. <laughs> All right, then. But, but here's the thing. A lot of the times, obviously, it's a conduit for dirty money which to flow to, to exert influence. So when that Chinese money comes into said, quote-unquote, think tank, how do you think that that's influential over the people recommending policy to politicians? So it's like a, a
2: cartel's tunnel under the border. Sort of, yeah, yeah, okay. Just to be clear,
1: that's yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, nothing to see here, dude. Totally legit, totally normal, not corrupt, and and again, that's and like I've said before, when Chinese the the Chinese and communists are having influence over our, our social structure, this is one way of which they which they do that. And so that same type of money flow occurs in Hollywood as well. I, we've covered that before. but it was, And we did a really, really good comprehen- – well, I'm sorry. I did a really comprehensive, Whoa, thorough – Whoa, easy. Well let me – can I finish my statement reversal? Okay, go ahead. Can I get a fist bump if you agree once I make the statement? I did a very thorough, comprehensive job of explaining that last week, but it got lost. Let me get that fist bump.
0: All right. So –
1: yeah no I, I I really didn't but I'm just gonna say that I did that with anything where I could fall short It'd be that was on that show that that got lost, which we actually did a show one time um, and I think ah, in, here we go. I'm just saying like, here we
2: go. let's bring up everybody's faults. I'm not bringing up a fault. it was a mistake but
1: and we talked about it when it happened, but uh we had this good long show and the recording button for those that don't know on our uh, equipment is red when it's on a recording right green. red and green when it's not. And so I just happened to look over at Buford and noticed that there was no red gleam. It was green. And I said, dude, I pointed at it. Like I saw a ghost
2: and then we had to record the thing over. I think what it was was that day. Reverso was eating one of those 16 inch sandwiches and he slammed it down on the table and it hit the record button. I don't know if that was a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, but
1: yeah, that's, that's what a, that's what a think tank is. And that's how that works. Um, The flurry of donations may be related to first son, Hunter Biden's business interest in China. Hmm. Look, I'm not Sherlock Holmes by any means, and I certainly ain't Columbo.
2: But but this is pretty easy to figure out here.
1: The National Legal Legal and Policy Center of Virginia-based watchdog alleged in complaints sent in May and October of 2020 to the Departments of Education and Justice. Let's move to the next one. So they 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 found this the as we described, they found a batch of documents, and it's, what's the matter? Oh, okay, no, we're good, so what I was gonna say is <clears throat> the way and I actually had a clip from c n n how they are covering the first batch of documents, how oh, it's no big deal, it's only ten, and it's it's being investigated, they've been real forthcoming and and just watching the the double standard that we all know has always existed the blatant and disgusting hypocrisy um but now there's a second badge. Is it the second or are they on the third now? Well, I was going to surprise the listeners with the third one. Oh, I'm Because that was late breaking. But yes, there's three. So this was when number two came out. So go ahead and hit it. <laughs>
0: to President Biden have apparently discovered another set of classified oh my documents, God. this time in a different no, no. location than the office where the first
1: batch was discovered, according to a person familiar with the matter. I want to bring in now the team breaking this
0: story, NBC News White House correspondent Carol Lee, our justice and intelligence correspondent Ken Delanian. Ken, let me start with you with what we know.
2: Pally. AIDS to
3: president Biden have been conducting an exhaustive search. We are told of other locations to make sure they've gathered up all the classified documents that went to the wrong place because if it happened once it could happen again. And what we're told is that they have found at least one ad- where
1: they went to the wrong yeah. place. Again, look, pay attention to that very specific and calculated and purposeful.
2: Where'd they go? Hillary Clinton's house or something? Well,
1: it it they like well, it was an accident. Exactly. in Barack
2: Obama's place.
1: Yeah. Oh no it, it gets it gets way better as far as some of the locations of these things. And so dude, we're on number three. And this the, the the story of the first one broke like two days ago.
2: They just happened to show up in Hunter Biden's office in Ukraine. There's
1: going to be a whole. Oh no, it's it's, it's not that rich, <laughs> but um, it's, it's, it's really good. But um, yeah, there there will be more. Like, dude, I, I'm I'm not Nostradamus or anything, but there there, there will be more. I guarantee it.
2: Sometimes you say you are a Nostradamus, though, like with a whole pedophile thing.
1: I never said I was notri- Nostradamus. No, but I mean, some of that. I I've predicted it, though. Yeah. Oh, are you, you saying think- that I? Are you saying that I harbor a certain level of of arrogance? Is that what you're? I no, mean, not you're arrogant. implying it. Maybe
2: psychic abilities or something.
1: You know what? I did think I was.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I
1: did think I was Dion Warwick one time.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> psychic Friends Network. <laughs> Hey, listen, I aided a local investigation into a hit and run and I caught the guy. I basically caught the guy single-handedly.
2: I'm not going to argue with you there because you are correct. Just because it went down at the ice cream parlor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If it was at the gym, (laughs) the guy would be long gone. Let let me
1: tell you what I saw. (laughs) I saw the chocolate chip cookie dough. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) Well, Anyway. Continuing, I, I was, was saying, dude, pay attention to the way they're they are dressing this up. They're trying to put lipstick on this pig, so... Oh, yeah. They, they, well, to find out that they went to the wrong location, why did they go to the wrong location? Because when it was Donald Trump, it, he maliciously, purposefully calculated, stole these things, tucked them away because he's trying to sell the nuclear secrets. Which... Really, when you think about the nuclear secrets and all that stuff, what about Uranium One where Hillary Clinton was selling the Russians your uranium? Yeah. And then the the nuclear technology that Bill Clinton sold to the Chinese. Like, what about that? That's pretty important too. And it's also actual,
2: legitimate, and real. So when... Clinton sold that, did it go into his foundation, or did it go into... It, it, but, well, I mean, the Clinton Foundation is a real thing that is
1: extremely corrupt. Oh, I know that. That's yeah. why I'm asking. Yes, I would say that's probably accurate. Yeah.
2: You're going to donate a a ton of money to my foundation. I'm going to give you the U.S. Uh, nuclear
1: you're, secret. You're gonna, I mean, that's what he did with them specifically, but there was other people that you're going to make a donation or you're going to die. Yeah. Because Hillary said so. And then, they make a donation and they die anyway. <laughs> let's uh let's let's continue this one this is not much longer It's about 30 seconds
3: additional batch of classified documents now that's basically all we know we don't know the extent the nature of the classification on these documents we don't know exactly when they were found and and again we don't know whether this was anything more than inadvertent error by whoever was packing Ooh, the documents man. as they left the Biden White House. But it's it's significant because it shows – They that didn't like leave the Biden White House. They left the Obama White House. First realized. You know, we, we were All right, cut it.
1: And that's an important thing because the vice president doesn't have the ability like Donald Trump, the real president did, to actually declassify documents to be able to do what Donald Trump did. Ooh. So this is, I mean, there, there's a completely different standard. Of course, everybody knows this media is trash. Um, I got it set up.
2: Whoa,
1: technical difficulties there. That was not me. Um, But again, it, it when they are stored at a place that has, you heard the dollar numbers of Chinese money coming into the place where these documents were at. And dude, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know how all that works. It can't be that complicated. What's the possibility? There, there were documents here, the money flowed in, and now those do- other documents... They're not there anymore. How would you ever know? Yeah, really. You Did, I mean, and I'm because they don't tell you these things. But it'd be important to know because they're propagandists. Are these electronic files on some kind of a storage device? Are they physical paper files? What are they? I mean, I'm 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 asking. What yeah, would they be? Reverso, you should know. Probably electronics. Were they transferred electronically prior to you finding them? Where'd the information go, or, or because I know in this case of Trump, you had physical folder, you know, marked classified documents.
2: Yeah, and whatever now, they didn't have, it, they just brought some in and put them on the floor and took a picture.
1: And, and not to mention the, the 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 server at 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 Hillary's home, the private server that, that she should have been she should have been in prison for
2: that. No, man, she's Clinton. She's Clinton. Good point. Yeah. She's slicker than a Teflon Don.
1: I don't know about it. well,
2: yeah. <laughs> he went to prison.
1: So here's the thing. Now this third batch has has popped up.
2: Third batch. Third time's a charm.
1: This is beautiful, being So judged. is he
2: putting on his charm?
1: well, I mean I was watching the uh the interview with him whenever they were talking about you know, after uh they raided Trump's residence. And and this idiot was you know talking about how serious of an offense it was and how how f- stupid that someone would be to have to do what Trump did and malicious and all the things that I described earlier, and so now this is uh, this is on a clip from Fox. Uh, you will hear Peter Ducey, and I love the the tone that he takes because uh, and I think he uses some of the rhetoric that that Joe Biden used in reference to Donald Trump when he's talking about. Uh, him being irresponsible so uh go ahead this one's not too long we might cut it short but check check it out
3: classified
4: material next year corvette what were you thinking
2: let me uh we're going to get a chance to speak on all of this god willing soon but as i said earlier this
4: week people and by the way my corvette's in a lock garage Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So but anyway, yes, as well as my
3: Corvette. Um, but as I said earlier this week, people know
2: I take classified documents and classified materials seriously. Pause that? You take them. N- no, we don't. Uh, no, and, hey, Mar-a-Lago was not locked. It's open to the public. Yeah.
1: yeah. That, <laughs> well, that's the other thing I was going to say as far as the third example of why there's a big difference here is because, he didn't have round the clock uh, Secret Service. Donald Trump does. Mar-a-Lago does. They were in, they were in a governmental-approved f- storage area, monitored X, Y, and Z. These are in your dusty old garage in Wilmington, Delaware.
2: Probably has crack residue on top of it from his son sneaking out there.
1: It's a valid point, actually, because, dude, your, your son is at, at least as corrupt as you, if not more. His connections... To, to China and Russia and everywhere else are well-documented. If they're in your locked garage that he obviously has access to, this guy's a junkie crackhead. We saw his laptop. How... And look, man, may, does it sound on that this hey, th- these are here in a, in a box in the garage Is where they're at. This crackhead comes in, does what he does, and takes them to whoever and gets paid yeah. But What do you think yeah.
2: he's going to do if he do, sees files that have big right. red classified on them like you see in a movie? Do
1: you think that that either, either of these people, or anybody, rather, with the Biden last name, even if they're not directly related to these buttholes, has any integrity whatsoever to
2: not do something like that? No. No, no way. And you know what? It would be better if they didn't say classified on them because if somebody sees some files just regular old files they're probably just going to walk right by them if somebody sees files that say classified in huge capital letters with a red box around them well they they may not i don't know i don't know how that look at this let me see if i can get some of this well he could i mean no telling how they
1: were stored or whatever but they were probably just sitting next to the corvette but it was a locked garage what kind of locks did you have were they Schlage brand what brand were they? Well, did the door have glass so they could
2: see through it? Or was it a solid door? Come on, man. Yeah.
1: Idiot. I take it very like, oh, this guy's a moron. He's an absolute Well, not only you're a moron for doing that, which I don't think you're a moron for doing, it, I think you're corrupt. I think that th- those that that information was transferred somehow to your financial benefit. That that much I would yeah. I would be assured of. But you're moronic for thinking that anybody besides a brain dead toe the line, liberal, lemming, scumbag, pos would buy this nonsense. But Did, he thinks it. I mean, he really thinks they do. I mean, he believes all of his lies. He, yeah. So let's 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 uh, finish this one out.
4: I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review as part of that process. Pause it again, my lawyer- They keep
1: calling it a review. It's a, it, Otherwise, it would be called an investigation. Mm-hmm. But now, oh, it's, it's a review because the, the uh, sideshow Bob, press secretary, she messed up and said investigation then changed it back to a uh, review. She altered her own words and turned it back to review. So again, the vernacular is carefully, it's calculated and carefully yeah. crafted. Oh, the, we're, we're corrupting with a review. Uh, with the review of the corrupt justice department of, full of the appointees that I appointed that are obviously not going to do anything. And so now, um, the uh, the... The Republican-controlled controlled House of Representatives uh, and McCarthy came out today saying there will be an investigation into this by Congress. So, Well, good. Which, I mean, I don't have a high...
2: Wasting more taxpayers' dollars because nothing's going to happen.
1: It would, it would be better to waste it on that than
2: Ukraine, oh, yeah. for an example.
1: You know what I mean? Or J6. Well, they're going to start investigating, too, the weaponization of the government. And Adam yeah. Schiff is freaking out about it. And I think that we have some... Stuff on, yeah, we'll have that up later. But, um, yeah, so that's the boondoggle that this, this, uh, moron is in right now. So,
2: yay. It's amazing.
1: Oh, I love it. I think it's, uh, I, I think it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> so, we are going to change gears to, uh, everybody's favorite scientist, doctor. Very humble, intelligent. Doctor Folsy. <laughs> doctor Falsey. not Doctor Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> now the other, the other really good, hell of a doctor. What is going on here? Oh no. Yeah, so this is um, an interview on CBS with
2: uh, was it last
1: year's sexiest man alive or whatever? Or was
2: it the year before? Oh, i had been the year before. No, I was yeah. last year. That's the year before.
1: I, you know, I would say amongst weasels, perhaps he might be ahead of the pack on in the looks department. Yeah. Maybe. Ferrets, some kind of little. <laughs> what what what's the categorization for those things? What are they? What is it called?
2: Are they reptiles or something? No, they're not reptiles. <laughs> <laughs> Rodent? I don't know. Yeah, little
1: rodents. Yeah, amongst rodents. Rodent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean.
2: New York rats?
1: Yes, that's what he that's, is. That's what he is. He's a New York rat. Yeah. So that's his new name. So here's the New York rat talking about the, uh, what was the football player's name? Hamlin? Yeah, DeMar Hamlin. Yeah. So I, I kind of, people are speculating uh, that because so many athletes have fallen out that, he wouldn't have went into cardiac arrest had he not had the vaccine that it was, you know, and so this is his response to that. I'm not saying it is or it isn't one thing that, that I kind of thought was, was, was odd was that man, like people that, that I know that uh are not religious to any extent whatsoever, like, Oh man, pray for this guy. Like what? Like, cool. Like I, I'll pray for the guy, but why are you telling me to, who are you gonna who are you praying to? You know what I mean? Saying, like, I'm serious, like, who, who are all you people that don't believe in God praying to? What do you pray? Like, this yeah. makes zero sense to me. Why are you doing that? Like, you know, there's no atheist in the trench. Well, it's my question, though. Like, so they had the I was watching an anchor, everybody's like, oh, look at this ESPN anchor. Like, he prayed on live TV and he, he prayed to God, he didn't pray to Jesus, which in God's name, now it's, it's in Jesus' name. Sorry, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, but why? that? Sh- it It's a shame that we're at a point that that's a big ordeal. Like, it should have just been, ex- like, and, and, and I'm glad that that guy is okay, for sure. Like, I felt, that, that was very sad to see that. I, I didn't enjoy that at all. Like, that, that was very sad. I was concerned for the guy's health. But, man... Think about the multitude of, of soldiers that never get prayed for that come home in a box. Yeah. This dude that, that plays a game for millions of dollars in entertainment, like everybody's concerned about, like, it's good that they they, they gathered around the guy and, and, and prayed for him and, and all these things. But as a nation, where are we at with, if this is the only thing that can draw people out in, in the public square, be able to, to, to even talk about, and, and when they, when you say God, to me it's kind of in a generic sense. Why ain't they saying Jesus Christ? Is, was the thing that was annoying to me. Like, yeah, I just I don't I don't I mean, and I'm not hating on that guy at all. Like I'm glad that he's that he's getting better. I'm glad that he didn't die, but I just don't understand why we're at a point that that you know what I mean? Like because Tim Tebow and I don't know a lot about it, but you, and you know sports. Tim Tebow was lambasted for taking a knee on the field to in prayer. Correct?
2: Yeah. Yes, and he was ridiculed for putting. John 316 under his eyes and that yeah. stuff, you know?
1: Dude, so I say... Now, was he... He was in the NFL or was that in college when he did that? In the uh, NFL. Piss on... The, which, I mean, piss on the NFL over and over and yeah. over. Piss on the NFL, dude. And again, man, I'm glad that guy is healthy, but as as, 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 uh, as far as the that organization and the way they handle things, piss on them, dude. Like, And that's kind of one of the things, man. Like, the fans in the stadium, all the, the teams, everybody's praying. The NFL doesn't like that, dude.
2: No, and they wanted to start the game right back up. Like, did you see where they notified the players to take five minutes because it's about to start back up, and then yeah. people freaked out about it? I didn't see and that. And they canceled the game? Yeah. So yeah. that shows. I mean, there are
1: obviously, I mean. Yeah, the NFL's an absolutely disgusting organization. And not only that, dude, a lot of the reason is is not that the, the, the people probably, do, a lot of the people at the top, or or just below the top, perhaps they they disagree with it. But do I think as a whole, so many people are operating on the on the pretense of we don't want to be "quote unquote" canceled, or they're just scared. Why are yeah. you? Why like why? Why are the upper echelons of these big terrible companies so scared? But then I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it. Look what
2: being scared, look where it's gotten us.
4: Well.
1: I think another semblance of, the, of that phenomenon would be w- what we covered before about that John Cena guy when he talked about the the, the Fast 7 opening in the quote-unquote country of Taiwan. China goes berserk, and this dude comes back showing complete and total, absolute, unequivocal contrition by apologizing vehemently. In their language. In Mandarin. Yes. That w- that was one of the most disgusting And I got to use the term again. Like that was the most that that was more cuckold than hardcore cuckold pornography. I'm serious. Like, dude, you you just completely emasculated yourself to these people. Like, you are great. Like, you're sucking their toe jam. Like, you're you're a disgusting pig of a human being, dude. You're a nutless coward. Sorry, dude. Like, the guy's got no balls. Who would do that? He's a fag. he is a derogatory name for a female reaper, organ. There was no bad word there. I don't know. Just kidding. Yeah, he's a he's a horrible, horrible human. But it's kind of the same semblance. He was terrified of his, his paycheck being disrupted because he said something to the wrong market. Screw that guy. So anyways, here is the New York rat.
4: Dr. Fauci, I don't know if you saw it, but on Monday Night Football this week, DeMar Hamlin... A- Player for the Buffalo Bills collapsed on the field. You're not an NFL expert, and you're not an expert on any cardiovascular can, issues that had. But what anything? I want to ask you about, Dr. <laughs> you're
1: definitely not an expert on vaccines, you dirt. Well, yeah, you dirtbag.
4: Sorry, I had to. Dr. Fauci is, as I want to do in moments like that, I kept an eye on Twitter. And I can't tell you exactly how many minutes transpired, but it was less than 20 before people on Twitter began to say, well, clearly the vaccine caused his seizure. Right. And that had a multiplier effect on Twitter, as these things tend to do. What's your reaction to that?
3: Well, my reaction is one of concern. Can you pause that one more about- time? I'm so sorry.
1: This is one reason of many that that we continue, or at least I continue to do this show, is to be the antidote to what you just heard. Because this guy is supposed to be an objective media personality. You're supposed to be a journalist, dude. And so, did you? Everybody, even if you didn't see his expressions, you can hear the the uh, melodramatic behavior in his voice. You can hear the disdain in his voice, and you the narrative and manipulation in his voice that number one it wasn't an objective question anyway this is all coerced coercion and rehearsed this is not journalism like this this is propaganda this is why we're here but i I just had to you saw how yeah yeah yeah.
2: but i have a different question was it an actual seizure or was it cardiac arrest wasn't it cardiac arrest Mm -hmm.
1: that that's what the news reported
2: cardiac arrest right correct yeah, instead of what he's saying.
1: Oh, a he
4: did say a seizure. Yes, okay. he said a
1: seizure. All right. Yeah, but sorry for interrupting. But let's continue. We're used to it. Is it
4: horror? Borderline? More than concern?
3: Yeah, it's horror that misinformation and disinformation. Uh, when you have a platform like social media that exponentially spreads, in its best form, proper and important and value-added information can spread, which is good. Yes. The thing as a public health person and as a physician and a scientist and my my identity as a physician is the thing that gets pained the most by that because what that means, Major, is that yet again another conspiracy theory, complete nonsense, is going to have some people make a decision – for themselves and their family not to get vaccinated, which may cost them their lives. So that's the thing that's so horrible about it. And if you wanna go out spouting nonsense, conspiracy theories and spreading it all around, fine, except if it results in a person suffering and perhaps dying. And that's what happens when disinformation disincentivizes people to get proper interventions for a threat like a pandemic.
4: And in some of these instances, as you well know, Dr. Fauci, there is some shred of evidence myocarditis was related to vaccines. It is a heart issue. I'm not a doctor. You are. That's a shred right. of evidence. A
3: very small shred. Back right. that up. Back that up. But but I, wanna, it, I, I want i want
1: him to start that statement over one more time for emphasis. Let's hear that one more time because I see what they're, they're doing here.
3: Right, what, and, and
4: explain how then this can get conflated. Of
3: course, in a very, very rare case, some of the mRNA vaccines can cause a self-limiting, almost invariably benign inflammatory response in the heart which generally resolves in a very short period of time. It is very, very rare. When you compare that with the negative effects on the heart by myocarditis or pericarditis, which is inflammation of either the heart muscle or the covering of the heart, and heart failure and heart medical problems, overwhelmingly, COVID itself causes that in a dramatically higher rate than the relatively benign, mild myocarditis that you might have with a vaccine, which is very, very rare. So that little thread of proof is that, is it possible that he was vaccinated? And the fact is, someone came out, and I just read this, I haven't validated it, but I've read that some physician came out and made the incorrect statement that he had just vaccinated this football player a week earlier to, to add to the conspiracy that he was recently vaccinated and therefore that's why he collapsed on the field. When if you look at the film, it's clear that he had a very big, strong person's shoulder go into his chest, which clearly can cause a traumatic injury to the heart. And yet the conspiracy theory about this related to vaccine, you're right, it's spread all
4: over. And that's been something you have been living with and living through, the entire COVID process. Oh, oh poor, poor him! Yeah. yeah, he's been. When living he got hit it.
2: with that shoulder by that big, strong guy, probably dislodged some of that uh, white fibers in hey, there. Look, dude, and that, and that, yeah, and and to some people that might sound outlandish,
1: but I think that sounds completely reasonable, dude. Because again, a lot of these things aren't nearly as overcomplicated as you would think, and they they purposefully try to make it that way with everything. Oh, the, the, the physician in me, the scientist in me, the, the, that identifies me, who I am. Blah, 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 blah. But what'd you say? You, initially, you said these vaccines are completely safe over and over and over. Now, it's changed like it's always changing. Oh, in a very, very rare instance, you can have these certain heart conditions. But now what this doesn't explain, and, there, and this is why, they, again, this is so calculated. They use a specific example of where this dude did get hit, which I'm not saying that the vaccine did cause that. It, it stands to reason that being hit in the chest like that absolutely could cause what we saw. It it, it could. It seems a little abnormal to me personally that, it, that that it would manifest itself that way, but I suppose it's possible. But what they want you to do is, it true, is to think that every time you see these high school football players and soccer players and all these young people falling out in mid-game without taking a hit, with heart issues, having heart attacks, what's happening there? They're all vaccinated. What's going on? Is it the SADS disease? What is this? What, but, and so, but that's what they're hoping to do. When you're talking about misinformation and disinformation, this is a constant battle back and forth because what he's saying right now is, is – Purposeful missing disinformation. He knows what the real numbers are. You know that you guys screwed up. You're a rotten radio. New York rat. New York rat. Radio edit. Yeah. You dirty, filthy piece of garbage, dude. So, and that's, because I'm sitting here, you know, when he's talking. Your face is red. Oh, I would love to debate that guy, dude. I would love to, with, with all the evidence that we have. I would, but of course- that that guy's never gonna he's never gonna be called to account not in this lifetime I don't think no <clears throat> but that that that's pretty maddening but remember what he said initially it's completely safe but now there's this slight chance of a temporary it's temporary so these heart conditions are temporary that's absolutely not true from what we've read you've been dishonest from day 1 You're not trustworthy. If you'll lie once, you'll lie a million times. You're full of crap. So let's just go on, and we're going to revisit something we watched when this broke. And this was one of multiple Project Veritas videos where they had scientists from the pharmaceutical companies caught on hidden camera. So you heard what that guy just said. Yeah. Okay. Now, this is back from 2021. Big Pharma has long known of potential COVID-19 vaccine side effects. Go back up just a little bit. They just didn't want to say so publicly in 2021, a Pfizer scientist. So here's the thing. Oh, the, the scientist that defines me or whatever it was he said. Science, science, science. Really, Anthony Fauci said, I'm sorry, the New York rat at one point said, I am science. He said that. Yeah. What makes him any more of a scientist than this guy? In 2021, a Pfizer scientist, Chris Croce told our journalists that they were already testing for links between their vaccine and myocarditis What did Pfizer find? Again, from 2021, we covered it back then. Let's reiterate, this is a minute and three seconds.
3: Chris Croce is a senior associate scientist with Pfizer. He goes on to explain a test that is currently taking place at Pfizer, not to determine the effectiveness, but to see if it is leading to heart attacks.
0: I'm glad you didn't get any uh, myocarditis. That's a concern, right? More so for younger people what we're looking into right now oh, that, oh yeah. so um yeah we're doing we just sent like 3,000 patient samples okay. to get tested for like elevated component levels, Yeah. Um, see if it's vaccine-based or so What's it look like? I don't know. We just sent that over this past week, and the last batch will be sent over next week. All external testing. We'll see. Hopefully it's good. Well, no. I mean, if not, then, my opinion, that might pull something from the market.
1: Mm. Remember what he said, that might pull something from the market. Remember that. Yeah. So go to the next one. Uh, Citizen Free Press, this is linked to a local affiliate uh, in Las Vegas. And we'll just play, this is a short one, we'll just go ahead and play this clip. And this guy wasn't actually even doing anything, I don't think.
2: Walking across or
1: something. Mostly in young people. Remember he said yeah. mostly in young people. Yeah.
2: Also new at noon, we're just now learning about a teen who died after collapsing at school. The coroner
1: says he was found unconscious in a school bathroom on Sunday. This is Jordan Brister. He was a senior at Amplus Academy. According to a GoFundMe page set up by the family, or for the family rather, Brister suffered cardiac arrest. If you'd like to donate, we have more information on our website. You can find that at 8newsnow.com. Also new at cardiac arrest every time. Yeah. Every So all these instances, everybody knows what the numbers are. This is completely, completely abnormal. And again, misinformation, disinformation, the people that are trying to obscure the numbers, skew the numbers, and make you believe something different. Why, why would they do that? I'll tell you why. And this is long-winded. You're going to have to bear with me. It says it's a 10-minute read. <clears throat> uh EVMagazine.com by Andrea Mew. Bear with me. I might have to skip around a little bit. It's going to be long-winded. I will stutter. I will misspeak. I will do run-on sentences, and I will speak really too fast. But the information's worth it. You're working anyways. You're changing a head gasket. You're sanding on a car.
2: Uh, Turning a wrench. You're working
1: for an insurance company from home.
2: Or a medical call center or something. So
1: leave us a rating.
2: Right now. Stop what you're doing. And a review. Go ahead and pull it up, right? Five now. stars. Can you how many stars?
1: Say five. It, Say it as sexy as you can, because there's some women listening. Tell them to leave a five star oh review. Oh
2: God, we need a five star review.
1: <laughs> I think it's gonna work. Five stars. Captain Reverso style. Captain Reverso. Can be reached stars. at one nine hundred
2: 363 555.
1: No, he can actually be reached at 561-363-6060 <laughs> next week, seven to ten PM Eastern time for our two year anniversary.
2: Yeah, but that was his after hours money making number. Is it nine hundred or eight hundred? Nine hundred. That costs money. Yes. Okay. That's, the that's one cool. that's like twelve dollars a minute.
1: Is that what you're charging? Is that the going rate?
2: Yeah. He said <laughs> next week's on sale for five ninety nine.
1: Dude, I would never mind. Come on, man. <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. It You're was important. About Evie, here you going to. Well, no, it was gonna be about leaving us a review, sharing our podcast. Hey, anybody that leaves us a review will get a private call from Reverso. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, you can do like cameo if you know what that is, and you know, revert. like camouflage, rednecks wear. No, it's like where you celebrities like Cameo.com. Yeah. Celebrity, celebrities. You can get them to leave you like a video, make a video for you, and send it to you. Yeah.
2: So, like hey, for your don't birthday, I advertise somebody else's website.
1: Well, I'm just saying, like you know how you like Carrot Top so much, I can pay Carrot Top to leave yeah, you a nice video. he comes and hangs out around
2: there. Or you, like Gene Simmons. Oh, yeah. Reverso loves Gene Simmons. Yeah, he does. So. Sometimes he comes in with that white and black makeup on.
1: <laughs> with those little tiny gym shorts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, leg hair all around yeah, the... You can't wear that, you fat. <laughs> <laughs> the Crotches Aurelius, is that a scientific term? I think so. For that area? Yeah. It's Splashdown, I think is what they call that.
2: All right, we better move on.
1: I was eating a snack. I was hoping you guys were going to run the ball for a second. No, I'm not going to run that ball. All right. So, ebmagazine.com, Andrew Mew. I'm sorry. That was rude. I told you I would misspeak. Andrea Mew. The headline is, don't fall for Fauci's quote, trust the science scam. Here's why the science is actually fake. And really, this is all common sense. In 2022, We learned that Dr. Anthony Fauci would be stepping down from his positions as the Director of National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Chief of the NIAID Laboratory of Immunoregulation, and Chief Medical Advisor to President Joe Biden. A collective five decades, nearly six, of civil service to the U.S. government culminated in his time guiding the public through the COVID-19 pandemic, he graced the cover of InStyle. He threw a truly unprecedented ceremonial first pitch on opening day. That was unprecedented, by the way, for all the wrong reasons. On opening day of the 2020 MLB season, and he inspired all Americans to quote, trust the science with its headline making rhetoric. Unedited water break. Quote, stick with the science, stick with the evidence, stick with the public health issues, and stay out of politics, Fauci advised young scientists in an interview with government executive. Alas, instead of being held accountable for the lies, for lies that did and can continue to do irreversible harm to American citizens and the nation as a whole, Dr. Fauci is quietly exiting stage left while all of us in the audience wonder why American freedoms were traded away for botched medical advice that wishy-washy advice granted him history's highest recorded government pension over $350,000 per year, a number that even presidents don't make. Upon his retirement, and that's on the top of the $12.6 million net worth he accumulated during the pandemic, no matter how many times people parroted the phrase trust the science while perhaps calling you a science denier or a conspiracy theorist, I think we both, all three of us have personal experience with that,
3: <clears throat>
1: or conspiracy theorist like he just did on national news, again, in our last story. The supposedly science-backed healthcare industry isn't incorruptible. In fact, it's easily contaminated by the wills and whims of industry leaders who continue to turn a profit on your problems. Remember what the scientist said. They would remove it from the market. And he said that like there was a negative thing. Did he not? Big Pharma will do what it takes to find their optimal results. Here's how I imagine the pharmaceutical company's thought process to go. I want to create a product. I have the money to make it happen. I want the public to trust the product. The public trusts research. I'll lean on an appeal to credibility by putting my money into research that would favor the production of my product. But have you ever taken a peek into some of the healthcare industry's major landmark studies? These studies signaled enough integrity to to the FDA for widespread authorization, but things get a bit fishy when you take a look at who actually funded them. Pardon me. The UK perspective... Diabetes study, UKPDS, fundamentally changed how type 2 diabetes was treated. After 20 years of trials, researchers concluded that therapies like insulin... I knew this word right here was going to be a problem when I read this story. Anybody want to give a shot at that? Sulfonuria? We'll go with that. And you'll have to do it again in a minute. Or metformin-improved blood glucose levels and controlled blood pressure. But wait, why is it then... That Novo Nordisk, who makes insulin, Pfizer, who makes that that word, (laughs) sulfur sulfur yeah yeah, under the name, glipizide, and Bristol Myers Squibb, who makes metformin, were the primary sources of funding for the UK PDS. Newer research, which coincidentally has no external funding from big pharma, has revealed that personalized lifestyle changes can reverse the effects of type two diabetes. Getting more physical activity, eating a higher quality, more nutritious diet, that's out. Drinking less alcohol, sleeping better, and smoking less are all known to curb type 2 diabetes. But Big Pharma can't package up lifestyle changes and sell them. Ah, and then there's the beloved food pyramid. We all learned it in school and felt fully vindicated seeing the big bunch of starchy carbs filling up the bottom portion of the pyramid knowing it was all well and good to double up on servings of our favorite cereals or carb-heavy processed after-school snacks. The U.S. Department of Agriculture and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services touted their food pyramid as the standard for, all, for Americans to know what to eat. Hence, why we ended up learning it in school alongside other key tenets of our education curricula like math, reading, or writing though some of the information changed over the years every food pyramid has taught us that we should get most of our calories from carbs, starchy grains, then vegetables and fruits before we load up on protein and fats from dairy and meat products, nuts and legumes. But wait, did you who did you say created the food pyramid? Right, the USDA, who was looking out for the farmers who understandably wanted to boost sales and production of their carb products. The USDA actually withdrew their food pyramid in 1991. After they were accused of letting food lobbyists act out of self-interest instead of the best interest of the general public's health, since diet-related health complications started popping up, right around the same time ultra-processed, high-carb diets were made mainstream. So while the meat and dairy industries were shunned, Americans ate their way toward nutritional deficiencies and chronic diseases. But wait, there's always more. Medical malpractice isn't uncommon, especially when big pharma has their hands in clinical trial results. Data can be manipulated to mask adverse reactions or oversell on benefits, and certain clinical trials have been so poorly designed that people end up hurt later on. Some examples are more shocking than others. AstraZeneca wanted to prove that their antipsychotic medicine, Seroquel, would properly treat schizophrenia. Problem is, it appeared that the data was manipulated to make the medication seemed superior to, other, to others on the market. In reality, it was falsely marketed as a treatment for a variety of illnesses, which led to the death of one 26-year-old man who committed suicide by using a box cutter to attempt decapitation. Surprise, surprise, the doctors involved in the trials were found to have received hundreds of thousands of dollars from AstraZeneca, and the pharmaceutical giant itself had to pay $520 million in fines for illegal marketing. How does that make you feel?
2: Sounds like another Biden family donation.
1: GlaxoSmithKline was bringing its type 2 diabetes medication, Avandia, to market and chose to publicize positive clinical trial results about just how effective it was. Only problem was there was hidden data that the public didn't have access to, which warned against Avandia, citing heart attack risks. Eventually, Glaxosmithkline agreed to plead guilty and pony up three billion after they were caught in criminal and civil suits for fraudulent allegations and a failure to, failure to report critical safety data. How do you pronounce that? Is that Merck or Merck? I think it's Merck. Merck. Okay, Merck sought to compete with painkillers that cause stomach disturbances, so it began its own study on its drug Vioxx to show its effectiveness and boost sales. The pharmaceutical company raked in billions of dollars before Vioxx was withdrawn from the market because it actually causes stroke and heart attacks. Does anybody have any family members uh, that, that work in the medical field, at uh, outpatient office, anything like that? I, I know several. And the, the way the pharmaceutical companies, friends and family members, the pharmaceutical reps come in, wine and dine me, they give them whatever. Yeah, I've they read want. books. I a, right. I, mean,
2: I have a cousin that's actually a rep. Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. yeah use our stuff here's free lunch like yeah. uh, one of my my uh, close friends that's probably listening to this um, his wife works in a medical office and has for a very long time and man they had all kinds of stuff dude which it was uh, minimum once a week that that one particular rep was taking I think it was like every Friday boom bring in lunch like which would be a nice benefit especially if they had dessert you know yeah, yeah. let's see. Let's not forget how the FDA plays a big role in these scandals either. They allowed silicone breast implants in the early 2000s. Okay, now we're jumping the shark. Leave, you know
2: what I'm saying? Leave the breast plants out of it. <laughs> breast plants, implants. I was just thinking, imagine how much money they're making to pay a $3 billion fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's mind-blowing. <clears throat>
1: They allowed silicone breast implants in the early 2000s after leading the clinical trials for Allergan's. Is that right? Allergan's? Yeah. Allergan's textured silicone implants, which would later be recalled for cancer risk and breast implant illness. I actually had uh, dated a girl whose sister got the saline, I think it was, and it ruptured and leaked. And like, that was a big deal. Wow. I've always thought fake boobs were gross. I'm not a fake boob fan. Wow. Mo natural. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can I get an amen? Oh, fine. <clears throat> Where was I at? They also approved a sure permanent birth control, yes, sterilization. And then clinical trial participants blew the whistle on manfa- manufacturers' Conceptus, later bought by Bayer, for falsifying data and blatantly omitting certain side effects. After one million Asher devices were implanted, women began sharing their terrifying accounts of extreme adverse effects from chronic pelvic pain. And when that happened, did anybody go on the national news repeatedly and the national news join in in, in the phenomenon of calling these people conspiracy theorists? No. I never heard it. Women began sharing their terrifying accounts of extreme adverse effects from chronic pelvic pelvic pain, heavy bleeding, fatigue, fevers, and more. Well, at least the Assure device was discontinued, right? Total shame that Bayer's $2.5 marketing campaign had to go to waste, huh? Big pharma-backed studies get favorable outcomes. A systematic review of 30 studies was done in the early 2000s to see if drug research funded by the pharmaceutical industry was given more favorable outcomes than those which had other means of funding. What do you know, they concluded. Systematic bias favors products which are made by company funding the research. Let me make one thing abundantly clear. Just because a group, organization, or corporate, I'm sorry, corporation funds a particular study, it doesn't mean that the data should be dismissed as purposeful propaganda. That said, calling out a study because of its funding is valid. People always joke about how easy it is to buy a politician, but they don't want to admit just how easy it could be to buy the scientists. Yes, some major studies have biases, but that doesn't mean that the conclusions they've come to should be outright dismissed. Instead, you should remain skeptical of their results and seek out more evidence. Pharmaceutical companies understandably have an incentive to produce positive research results that enable their products to be made, but those same products still have to be, I'm sorry, still have to make it over a bunch of regulatory hurdles. Right there, that, that paragraph embodies my entire thought process at the inception of this vaccine. And that's pretty much the argument I had with people like, says do your research P- and oh I did the research and I trust my doctor how are you able to do research when the information was purposefully suppressed it, it, it never was possible so and those are really words to live by <clears throat> Being your, be your own best patient advocate and don't blindly trust the science there's only so much that you can personally do to tame the beast but there are certainly ways you can protect yourself from medical malpractice at the hands of big pharma Firstly, you need to research any drug or device that goes into your body. Staying properly informed through your own personal research and through multiple opinions from medical professionals can help you piece together the full story about a particular treatment. Lucky for you, you've got the entire internet at your fingertips. Type into your search engine any drug or device with keywords like research, clinical trials, or funding, and you can read up on any risk or sketchy-looking sponsorships. Don't forget to hook up... I'm sorry hook up. Don't forget to hook up. (laughs) That's right.
2: The trailer to your truck.
1: Don't forget to look up the drug device followed by the keyword lawsuits because if enough people have already sought legal action against a pharmaceutical pharmaceutical company over dangerous practices or misleading information, you might want to consider steering clear of that quote-unquote cure. Patient advocates might Catch flack for this one post-COVID, but you should genuinely consider how long a drug, device, or treatment has been on market before you use it. Public Citizens Health Research Group has a seven-year rule that suggests that you should avoid using a new drug for at least seven years after it's initially approved unless it represents a true, firm breakthrough in science. They recommend this because a seven-year period is typically a sufficient amount of time for researchers to gather new data about how safe or effective the drug or device and ultimately decide if its benefits outweigh the risks. Closing thoughts. So why am I calling out Dr. Fauci after airing a bunch of grievances over medical devices, pills, and potions he hasn't had anything to do with? Well, I'm urging you to be skeptical about what quote-unquote science has reported to you as a 100% certifiable fact. Sure, there might not be a lot of evidence suggesting one perspective, but in science, proof doesn't exist, nothing is certain, and everything is a theory. There are basic tenets of scientific method which have been thrown out with the bathwater after the healthcare industry watched as the world descended into hysterics during lockdowns. Over 12.7 billion shots later, many billions of dollars in profit later, and while most Americans are concerned over a potential recession, Pfizer stockholders are likely happy with their long-term investments, and Dr. Fauci is sitting sitting pretty on his piles of riches built up from a a global scam. After all this time, though, people are still begging the question, when will things ever return back to normal Normal, as we're told to keep getting boosted, keep quiet about any adverse reactions, and keep trusting the science? I love that piece.
2: Yes. Are, are y'all
1: falling yeah. asleep? Was that was it that boring? Oh. Are the listeners falling asleep? No, was they fast-forwarded. Was that 10 I,
2: minutes? I don't know. I don't know. I was... Uh, yeah I was listening. that's It's a lot of good detailed information. But
1: I mean, I, I could have distilled that down into probably 10 paragraphs total, maybe I don't know. but when it talked about the amount of money he made just in the since the the beginning of the quote unquote pandemic 12.6 million in addition to his regular paycheck, where did that come from? Yeah. How's that work? The sexiest, yeah, the sexiest was, rat alive. Yeah, the sexiest New York rat. The New York rat. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was a really good piece. I don't have a lot to expound on top of that. They pretty much covered it all. That was a home run. Yeah, so. they did cover it all. Yeah. Oh, well, fine. We'll move on then. <laughs> all right, we're going to string this next segment together because my help is falling out quickly. I think I put him to sleep with that last one. So uh, this is from 2017. Uh, not long after the election, and this is uh, Lindsey Graham, the neocon war hawk, John McCain, and uh, Klobuchar, the Democrat. It's a minute and 17 seconds. And so l- let's just play this clip. This is them talking about uh, post-election, the Russian interference, and in Ukraine.
4: Russia's up to and the, and the Baltics, uh, what they're doing in the Ukraine. We're we'll going to get briefed about Georgia. We hope to make 2017 a year of offense. We believe that Putin has hacked into our elections in America, that he's trying to undermine democracy all over the world, and it's time for new sanctions to hit him hard as an individual, his energy sector, his banking sector. It is time to push back against Putin, but be a better friend to our allies
0: over here, including Georgia. Uh, this is a very important trip we just left ukraine uh, where we've seen firsthand uh, what happens uh, when russia uh, crosses over into a country's independence and we saw it in our own election uh, with the attempt to influence our election
4: we will be
3: working for much tougher sanctions against russia they uh, attacked the united states of america the hacking was an attack and we should be treated as such. And we think their financial institutions and other aspects of the Russian economy should be addressed. And we will strongly urge our colleagues to enact more meaningful and stronger sanctions against Russia because of their attack on the United States of America.
1: Okay. Just hold that, colleagues. Hold that thought. We're going to move to the next one, which is Lindsey Graham. Uh, this was this week. I don't know if we have a video here. I think we do. Let's just tweet. Let's, let's just do his tweet because he's an idiot and I can't stand his stupid voice anymore. Uh, scroll down just a tick. I am urging the Biden administration to meet President Zelensky's request for modern Western tanks. The goal is quite simple. Defeat the Russians in Ukraine sooner rather than later. Tanks would change the tide of the battle. <clears throat> and remember... He called for his assassination, and I did. I I had these two little pieces here to go into the latest Twitter files drop, which should be next.
3: <clears throat>
1: so this is uh, Twitter files number fourteen: the RussiaGate lies. So you heard what those two re- quote unquote Republicans, Lindsey Graham, and uh, who was the protege of John McCain? And then next in line is going to be Dan Crenshaw. They're all they're all the exact same, and uh, so back then they were still propagating this lie that Russia interfered in our election when there was no evidence of that. And so, <clears throat> Twitter files number fourteen: Russia Gate lies one the fake tale of Russian bots and the the uh, hashtag release. I'm sorry, and the release the memo hashtag. At a crucial moment in years long, Fuhrer Democrats denounced a report about flaws in the Trump-Russia investigation, saying it was boosted by Russian bots and trolls. Twitter officials were aghast, finding no evidence of Russian influence. Quote, so this is, these, these are excerpts from the files that Matt Taibbi was given to disseminate to the public. We are feeding feeding congressional trolls, not any significant activity connected to Russia, putting the cart before the horse, assuming this is propaganda bots. We won't read the entirety of that one, but that was highlighted. Number four, Twitter warned politicians and the media not only lacked evidence, but had evidence that the accounts were not Russian and were roundly ignored. Number five, on January 18, 2018, Republican Devin Nunes submitted a classified memo to the House Intel Committee detailing abuses by the FBI in obtaining FISA surveillance authority against Trump-connected figures, including the crucial role played by the infamous Steele dossier. <clears throat> Go down to the, the ones that are num- numbered, six. The Nunes assertions would virtually all be verified in a report by the Justice Department Inspector General Michael Horowitz in December of 2019. Nonetheless, national media in January and February of 2018 denounced the Nunez report in oddly identical language, calling it a joke. And so there's examples of uh, Joy Reid, Washington Post, The Hill, New York Times, all parroting the same things because that's what they were instructed to say. Number nine. On January 23rd, 2018, Senator Dianne Feinstein and Congressman Adam Schiff published an open letter saying the hashtag gained the immediate attention and assistance of social media accounts linked to Russian influence operations. Feinstein, Feinstein, Schiff said the Nunes memo, quote, distorts classified information, but note they didn't call it incorrect. Number 10, Connecticut Senator Richard Blumenthal followed suit publishing a letter saying, quote, we find it reprehensible that Russian agents have so eagerly manipulated innocent Americans. Number 11, Feinstein, Schiff, Blumenthal, and media members all pointed to the same source, the Hamilton 68 dashboard created by former FBI counterintelligence official Clint Watts under the auspices of the Alliance for Security, I'm sorry, for Securing Democracy. And so there they highlight all of the release the memo hashtags. Number 12, the dashboard, which featured a crude picture of Vladimir Putin deviously blowing evil red Twitter birds into the atmosphere was vague and how it reached its conclusions. Inside Twitter, executives panned Watts, Hamilton 68, and the Alliance for Securing Democracy. Two key complaints. Hamilton 68 seemed to be everyone's only source, and no one was checking with Twitter. Number 14, quote, I encourage you to be skeptical of Hamilton 68's take on this, which as far as I can tell is the only source for these stories, said Global Policy Communications Chief Emily Horn. She added, it's a comms play for ASD. Number 15, all the swirl is based on Hamilton, said Trust and Safety Chief UL Roth. We saw that little turd, uh, I think, on the last one that we lost, but... Number 16, if AFD isn't going to fact-check this, we should feel free to correct the record on their work, said Policy Vice President Carlos Monnier. 17, Roth couldn't find any connection to release the memo at all. I just reviewed the accounts that posted the first 50 tweets with release the memo hashtag, and none of them show any signs of affiliation to Russia. Number 18, we've investigated, found that engagement as overwhelmingly organic and driven by VITs, very important tweeters, including WikiLeaks and Congressman Steve King. Number 19, a staffer for Die Feinstein agreed it would be helpful to know how Hamilton 68 goes by, quote, the process by which they decide an account is Russian, but only after Feinstein published her letter about Russian influence. Number 20, when Twitter spoke to Blumenthal staffer, I'm sorry, a Blumenthal staffer, they tried to, quote, wave him off because we don't believe these are bots. Twenty one, and so there's the you're seeing all those actual communications. Uh, These are obviously summations. Twenty one added another quote. It might be worth nudging Blumenthal staffer that it could be in his boss' best interest not to go out there because it could come back to make him look silly. And if the if the media was objective, that's exactly what would have happened. Number twenty two. One Twitter executive even tried to negotiate implying an undisclosed future PR concession if Blumenthal would lay off, lay off on this. Quote, it seems like there are other wins we could offer him. 23, Blumenthal, Blumenthal published his letter anyway. Execs eventually grew frustrated over what they saw as a circular process presented with claims of Russian activity, even when denied, led to more claims. They expressed this explicitly to Blumenthal's camp, saying, quote, Twitter spent a lot of resources on on this request and the reward from Blumenthal shouldn't be round after round of requests. We can, we can't do a user notice each time this happens. Eventually Twitter staff realized Blumenthal isn't looking for real and nuanced solutions, but he just wants to get credit for pushing us further. Number 27, ultimately senior executives talked about, quote, feeding congressional trolls and compared their situation to the children's book. If you give a mouse a cookie. In the story, if you give a mouse a cookie, he'll want a glass of milk, which will lead to a wave of other exhausting requests, at the end of which, he'll want a glass of milk and one more cookie. <clears throat> the metaphor for the endless Russia request was so perfect, one exec wrote, quote, I'm legit embarrassed I didn't think of that first. And th- this is so, this is how clownish. So, think of this. When those people were over there in Jordan, Georgia, Ukraine, in that video... And they said they had just left Ukraine, so I'm assuming assuming they were in Georgia or wherever it was. And what Lindsey Graham's saying, you called for the the assassination of Vladimir Putin, so this is... But, you know, granted, that was after the invasion of Ukraine. But you were looking for that fight all the way back then. And you were basing that fight off information you knew was patently false. You knew that wasn't real. The three of those jerk-offs in that video knew that that was false. They all did. They knew, or that, that, the steel dossier and all those things, they knew that was fake. <clears throat> Despite universal internal conviction that there were no Russians in the story, Twitter went on to follow a slavish pattern of not challenging Russia claims on the record. Outside counsel from D.C. connected firms like Deep and Plimpton advised Twitter to use language like, quote, with respect to particular hashtags, we take seriously any activity that may represent an abuse on our platform. As a result, reporters from the AP to Politico to NBC to Rolling Stone continue to hammer the, quote, Russian bots theme, despite a total lack of evidence. Russians weren't just blamed for the release of the memo hashtag, but Schumer shut down hashtag Parkland, shoot, Parkland shooting and even gun control now to, quote, widen the divide, according to the New York Times. <clears throat> Sh- Ree Schumer shut down and released the memo. The internal guidance was both hashtags appear to be organically trending. NBC, Politico, AP, Times, Business Insider, and other media outlets who played up to the Russian bot story, even Rolling Stone, all declined to comment for this story. The staffs of Feinstein, Schiff, and Blumenthal also declined. Who did comment? Devin Nunes. Quote, Schiff and the Democrats falsely claim Russians were behind the release of the memo hashtag, All My Investigative Work by Spreading the Russia Collusion Hoax. They instigated one of the greatest outbreaks of mass delusion in U.S. history. The release, this release, the memo episode is just one of many in the Twitter files. The RussiaGate scandal was built on the craven dishonesty of politicians and reporters who, for years, ignored the absence of data to fictional to fictional scare headlines. <clears throat> War in Ukraine. <laughs> Hashtag all BS. Hashtag all BS. Yeah. <clears throat> but th- that also shows the lack of complete. Uh, when they talk about democracy, like the the Yoel Roth guy and stuff like that, do you guys were actively keeping this a secret when you knew it was patently, completely, and totally false, and you towed the line because that's what you do. It's it's just disgusting, and that's the people that control the forms of of mass communication in this country. They're partisan hacks. That's what they do. Which is just one reason to stay off of those platforms, I think. but you, and you, you could make an argument either way because if it's the public square, you've got to fight within the public square. I get it this side and the other. I choose not to. but
2: yeah, it's just sad to see the country evolving into what it is.
1: It's not evolving though it's devolving. yeah, it's regressing. but we uh, I had to throw that in there. We got some real quick stuff. Uh, on the, uh, which we, we really did do last week, obviously the, the, uh, uh, the 20 holdouts in, in the House of Representatives. And so they, they were able to get, uh, in, by my estimation, led by Matt Gates, who I think did a phenomenal job holding out to draw concessions out of the speakership. So, and it, it worked to great effect. So for the, him to get those votes... To get to attain the speakership he had to make concessions that will pay dividends minimum for the next two years while they while they have control of the house so investigations um, adding c-span cameras back to the to the house floor um, transparency and thus far to give Kevin McCarthy a little bit of credit he's came out pretty pretty decent we'll see how this goes I'm not a fan of him he's got a, a, a Terrible track record as far as true conservatism. Um, yeah, he's another uh, California boy, right? So, but uh, you know they they've they've got a lot of stipulations in there. They can potentially they can at least put up to a vote getting him out. One thing is the Republicans have done thus far, so they voted to defund the 180 or however many the eighty seven thousand new IRS agents. Um, but of course, they 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 would need more. They that would have to go through the Senate and everything else to actually. Be able to do that, but another the one of the things they're doing is creating the optics. So, like they voted or uh, are, are going to put to a vote defunding the IRS entirely and going to a fair tax because the bulk of the country doesn't even know what the concept of a fair tax is, um, which what that entails is doing away with all forms of taxation outside of a heightened sales tax, a, a consumption tax, basically. Hence, the reason it's called a fair tax. So. Um, I was actually having a discussion with one of your coworkers the other day, like, oh, well, I don't have, I'm, I don't make over $250,000 and have a million-dollar house. Well, good, you don't consume the same that someone that has those things does, so it's all going to work out in the end. Drug dealers, um, anybody doing anything illegal that's not taxed, they pay because when they go to consume, you know what I mean? It, it, yeah. When you go to to, to buy your 28-inch 20, Dayton wire rims,
2: you have to pay they're probably like 36 inch Dayton rims by now 42 there you go a (laughs) thousand centimeters
1: so um but yeah I mean and, and I could never see that happening ever but if people could see the possibilities of what could be which is the direction that we need to be heading not what you just said as far as the regression. Do you know what I mean? This, uh, we yeah. need to be going 180 yes. degrees the other way. So, um, but anyways, this is on the Gateway pundit. First time tonight. Boom, roasted. Speaker McCarthy moves to remove Eric Swalwell, Adam Schiff, and Neil Han Omar from congressional committees. That's confirmed. That happened. Because this was from the other day, but they uh, I read the confirmation on that today. Beautiful thing. Eric Swalwell slept with a Chinese spy. He has no business in Congress whatsoever period, whatsoever at all. He belongs in prison. He's a dirtbag, also from California. Um, hit the next one. And uh, Rep. are. we will conduct an investigation into attempted coup by Trader General Mark Milley and Pelosi. They're uh, doing an investigation into the weaponization of the intelligence agencies. And like I said, uh, Adam Schiff is really upset about that because he's pretty much the main target of said investigation, So yeah. they are not a big fan of legitimate investigations. They want arbitrary, meaningless investigations to uh, perpetuate and continue the witch hunt against Donald Trump. So, uh, yeah. But that's what's going on with that. Uh, pardon the shortness on that particular subject. I kind of uh, exhausted myself last week. We talked about it Quite a bit, but either way, that brings us to a short version of this week an idiot, cross-dressing, confused, moron, pervert, democrat, nut wackos.
0: I'm playing it. Y'all ready for this? <laughs>
1: He's a fag. Reversa, you like that.
2: Yeah. I was trying to figure out what that was.
1: That oh, I was playing with the, uh, the uh, uh, what are these, like rubber band things that are. Uh, dude, yeah. that sounds really
2: good. It's like a jaw harp. Yeah, they, they, they suspend the microphone in case you hit it or something. You don't hear it, there's no jarring. Hey, listen, stop playing that. People think that your bed playing is me. I'm going to do a solo. This
1: is Master of Puppets from Metallica. Everybody can tell. All right, here we go. (laughs) Hey, and this is your article. Would you like to read it?
2: Uh, You can read it. Seems like you've been doing pretty good tonight.
1: (laughs) Somebody's sleepy. We're on Breitbart.com. Exclusive. Private Christian School. And I haven't read this because Buford sent this in. So, Private Christian School rejects talks on dangers of fentanyl, hosts sessions on race and gender identity. Big surprise there. Mm -hmm. A private Christian school in Dallas, Texas rejected a sheriff's office sheriff's office's offer, say that five times fast, to give a presentation on the dangers of fentanyl. I'm sorry. I'm still tongue-tied and it was like 5 words ago. <laughs> to give a presentation on the dangers of the fentanyl crisis at a conference that will instead discuss gender identity, toxic masculinity, and refugee resettlement. <laughs>
2: They all go together.
1: Man, dude. Parish Episcopal School. You got to go back up, babe. Thank you. Which is... Uh, what? Nothing. Which is affiliated... What? When I called him babe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain. At my job, they're... Uh, they have a, a national account with a, for our delivery trucks for oil changes and all that. And there was a retired Army veteran that was running one of the oil change places. He was there a long time. I liked the guy just fine. But he kept calling my boss, babe. Like, all right, babe. Which, like, to me, that doesn't sound weird at all anymore. And because... But did it the first time? Oh, absolutely. Okay. And, like, my boss was all kinds of disturbed by it. Like, it freaked him out. And I so, would like, be, too. Like, me being me... Like he hated it so much. Like I started calling him babe. And this is a, this is the hilarious thing about it. So like, uh, I accidentally started just saying it to other people because I was so used to calling him babe. And like now it doesn't even sound weird to me. It sounds normal. And because like I'll I'll still slip up and do it. People are looking at me like, well, mm-hmm. it
2: sounds weird to everybody
1: else. Yeah, but it's a term of endearment. I know that's the weird thing. <laughs> there's not, there's nothing sexual about it. Only a I, pervert I don't believe would... that. Babe Ruth, babe the pig. Wait, there's a babe the pig, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> why do you, why are you so begrudging when you say So what do you feel like when he calls you babe?
1: Confused. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's on you. I am 100% no, I'm confused I, I
2: why you're saying it for like,
1: I'm I'm 100% assured why I'm saying it. Probably because
2: he's licking his lips when he says it.
1: False. I am 100% confident in everything, and it comes from a standpoint of love and affection and endearment and appreciation. So then why do
2: you twirl the end of your mustache when you say it?
1: Listen, here's the thing. So I, uh, big dumb yank at my job, who I detest. We detest each other. You call him babe? Mm, uh, Yeah, I have, because he hates it. And so one day I'm at the counter, and he's helping somebody, and he called them babe. He's like, damn it, the hell. (laughs) He was so mad that... It rubbed off like it's it's catchy, it's fun, it's easy, and I implore no, our not. listeners to start calling each no, other babe. No, but now do don't call a female babe. Why only men? Why I, I don't know. I just thought it would be funny because it's just like that's the aspect that's disturbing you so much. So for an example, if my wife was here and I called her babe, it would be fine, right? Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would expect that when you call another hairy dude babe. What if he shaved <laughs> himself? It's still a dude. What if he
1: what if he's jumped into a pool of Nair? He's still a dude. Listen, if anybody has a problem with me calling Reverso Babe, email in and maybe I'll consider not stopping doing
2: it. Ah, listen there. (laughs) Yeah, you're pulling a Pelosi.
1: (laughs) Hey, listen, if the if the listeners hate it, I'll quit. They do. But I'll have to I'll have to work towards it because like it's like an addiction. I think I'm addicted. To I'm going to get a, like a name that. tag over there for your area that says, <laughs> babe. <laughs> oh. You're
2: addicted to that like the chocolate chip cookie dough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. So here we go, babe. <laughs> uh, the school which recently suspended an elementary school teacher who was a- arrested on child porn charges. They should just shut the whole place there down. You go. Is hosting the conference on January 25th. Parish Episcopal School cancels conversation on fentanyl crisis. The the conference was originally set to include a presentation from Collin County Sheriff Jim Skinner on the deadly fentanyl crisis, which has plagued the border state. The presentation was, however, canceled. A representative from the Collin County Sheriff's Office told Breitbart News that the email canceling the presentation just stated that the school didn't want Sheriff Skinner as a speaker because the topic would talk about the open border. And they f- felt it would be too controversial. I know about controversy. I just experienced some. Uh, One report notes that in Texas, overdose deaths, including overdose deaths, including fentanyl, rose 399 percent, from 333 people dying in the fiscal year 2019 to, 1662 in fiscal year 2021. The conference, however, is not even mildly averse to controversial topics. Instead of discussing the ongoing drug crisis that threatens Texans, the conference will discuss aspect, aspects of woke leftist ideology pertaining to gender, race, and migration. The first session listed on the conference schedule is titled, quote, Affirming Gender Identity and Expression at School. And this is Texas at a, at a, at a Christian school.
2: Yeah, this this is what makes it so ridiculous. You know, I hear Austin's real liberal. I guess that's why Rogan's there. But
1: Did it say where this was at? It did, did
2: it? I, I don't think it. It's not Austin. It. I don't think it said the actual city. I didn't see it. If it, no, did. could, it didn't. could you scroll back up, boo?
1: Shut up.
2: Dallas. Dallas? Dallas? Dallas.
1: Come on, man.
2: Jeez. Gosh.
1: That's not cool. My company's headquartered in Dallas. Shame on them. Roses. <laughs> roses. Yeah, your company. Is is, is roses? Do you mean the the store? Yeah, I thought Ben and Jerry's was in New Hampshire.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's why he always has those rainbow shirts on, and those Daisy Dukes.
1: Look at that boy! I'm Daisy Dukes on.
2: Yeah. So, did you want to discuss this that
1: you sent it in while you're making fun of me? <laughs> Trans inclusion in schools. That's Texas. That's nice. They're, they are holding their signs. Yeah, they they all look the same. They're all carbon copies. In their efforts to set themselves apart and be unique flowers, they look like all the other unique, ugly, rotten petunias.
2: Yeah, and I, I saw. Isn't that right, sweetheart? I just saw an, another <laughs> article about um, a, a Christian school that's that's um, going down this uh, similar path of of this, and they were certified by the NAIS. Of course. Yeah, and it's just, I just implore everyone, if you're sending your kids to a private school or a, a Christian school, do your research because so many of them are like this right here. And I've discussed it with the principal of the private school that my kids go to. And he said, his exact words were, that, he said, no, his exact words were, we always thought those accreditations were a gimmick.
1: Mm-hmm. It's more of a Trojan horse than it is a, you know, a gimmick. I mean, it's, yeah. it, and one of the things, too, when you're imploring people to do research is that, um, I, you know, I've talked to somebody. Uh, just like the, when we had the lady from Undercover Mothers on here, and pardon me if I've discussed this before, but people get animated, upset and angry if you start to discuss this, if they kids. So one guy that I know of specifically is kids in a private school that now has the S-A-I-S accreditation. They've only had it for, I think they're going on year two. And so they slowly implement those things. They don't roll it in all at once. But on the S-A-I-S website, like we discussed at the time when she was on the show, <clears throat> they've got – um. Under a certain section, modules for teachers and students that are locked. You need a password. Yeah. And so, and it has to do with the stuff just like this is the worst of the worst. Diversity, equity, inclusion, gender, all those things are there. Uh, BLM, you name it. And so these modules are all locked to the parents. And the, which the bulk of the parents obviously have no idea that they're there. So I told this one individual about them having that accreditation. They don't have that. Okay, go to, go to their website. And look for the accreditation. Well, that doesn't mean that they're doing any of that stuff. Okay, well, that's fine. Go to the SAIS website and look at these modules. Well, you know, there's there's probably good things about this. Like, people are in denial. Yeah. So if you do your research
2: because they don't want to be wrong.
1: Don't lie to yourself. Yeah, they don't and, want And yeah. and and that's the thing though too because it's not overt doesn't mean And the thing is too the, the people that implemented that and got that accreditation like you know when he said it was gimmicky like that they didn't they they didn't know that they were doing something nefarious when they did it. Yeah. Sometimes, other times maybe they did because they agree with that. And again, um and I I've talked I've touched on it here before. There's and people here may disagree, you may disagree. But there's a lot of aspects to modern day current Christianity that have been corrupted, and been, a lot of it's been corrupted for a multitude
2: of reasons, and this is one of them. This stuff has infected the church, and so, oh yeah, it has. I mean, there's denominations that are openly accepting this, and and now when you go to so many churches, it's more like uh, you're listening to some motivational speaker than actually listening to them preach the Bible, sure, which is what it's supposed to be.
1: Have you experienced that buttercup?
2: What are you gonna call him next? Sugar britches? I can't. It's, it's like a
1: snowball. I can't stop. So anyway, yeah, no. People should do the research on that, and that the research should be more than than uh, cursory. You should you should do a deep dive on any of that. Talk to other parents. Talk to your mainly talk to your children and make sure that your children because one of the key components to the, their whole methodology is it hinges on the the component of secrecy between child and parent. They, they put a premium on that because that's how they're able to do this. So the children are usually coerced and through a variety of methods to keep those things secret from the parent. And that's what you have to probably, I would submit that you have to be the most cautious of is, finding the methods, the, the, the ways, and knowing your child well enough to know when they're being dishonest or omitting information that maybe their teacher's telling them something to purposefully keep things from their parents because we've proven that that is exactly what they do.
2: Well, my other kids that go to a public school, that's why I just send them to school with the old pale mic. There you go. Yeah, then I review it every day. You're not joking. No. <laughs> yes, I am, kind of, a bit, maybe, not joking. Um, But, yeah, there's that story.
1: Are we done with that one? Yes, sir. Yeah, so uh, perhaps we'll get it. I don't know. Here we go. This is our last story. Uh, If you've enjoyed this, uh, thank you very much for listening this far. We appreciate it. Uh, We value you all, whether you love us or you hate us. (laughs) Is not that right, sweet thing?
2: (laughs) So... uh, uh, and anyway, uh, find us on the, the See, internet. You even know it's messed yeah. up, you know. It, you know I'm it's, doing it yeah. it's, it's, now, it's
1: just a new thing. I mean, it's a new thing, same as uh, the New York rat. I mean, it's a new thing, so it's a new theme. Hey, year two, we just started the this. <laughs> that's how it goes, such as the cycle of life and this podcast. So, you can find us on the internet at info at b. No, that's our email. You can find us on the internet at www.info. No.
2: <laughs> Come on, man.
1: It's been two hours, and I haven't even finished my cheeses. So here's the thing. You can find us on the internet at www.bcblpodcast.com. You can email us info at bcblpodcast.com. You can call us next week for our two-year anniversary at area code 561-363-6060, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time very good and as always you can find me on truth social at blue color blacklisted podcast
3: (laughs) okay
1: so this is uh on truth social in fact citizens free press who's awesome they're they're pretty good uh i get a lot of stuff off them too which is an aggregate
2: site and they're great i think i've mentioned that before the only bad thing about them is it opens the new window no is when I put the links on there, a lot of times the links are gone. Like in a few days, they don't work anymore. That's weird. Yeah. (sighs) Go ahead.
1: I don't want to offend any Catholics. Actually, I don't care. (laughs) But, uh, JC, I think he says he's Catholic. He's, he wanted to come out this week, but he didn't, he didn't.
2: Then he realized we were covering this.
1: Yes. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. So, uh, Becoming the First UK Non-Binary Priest this is a TikTok video. Oh, my the, goodness. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Uh, I uh, was studying uh, the part of the Bible, the <laughs> union of the Bible that talks about how the world was made. And it has this verse in it that says, male and female, God created them. And I just kept coming back to this verse and going well, there it is, there's my, there's my decision. I have to choose between this God who created just male and just female, or, uh, or my identity that doesn't feel male or female. Um, and in this very dry and dusty academic essay, um, I felt the presence and love of God. Um, and uh, I had to stop and I had to pray and I had to sing a bit. Um, and then I did a little bit more of my essay because it still had to be handed in the next day. And then I maybe had a little bit more of a pray and a sing and a and think about it. Um, and I just really felt that God affirmed me in, in who I was and that I didn't have to make this choice.
1: He's a fag. Dude, that makes my head hurt and my eyes go cross. Even the host of that whatever liberal idiotic show that was was looking at that beast like, what on earth are you even talking about?
2: He had his head like angled and his mouth open. Yes. Kinda like he was watching a train wreck, in complete confusion, and uh,
1: I don't know who he's praying to other than Moloch.
2: <laughs> I mean, Allah.
1: No, no, they don't. They that, don't overtly that was a joke. Yeah, I mean, with 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 them, you usually find. Uh, oh, he'd be
2: thrown off a roof if he was. Okay. Yeah,
1: sure. Like they're they're not overtly into that. They just have it on all their hard drives with kitty porn. Yeah, that's how they do it in in the uh, in the Middle Eastern world that offended you i don't care so ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening join us next week for our two-year anniversary and we'll see you then that's too true for radio no you can't sing about it they'll show you the door Cause nashville ain't got any balls anymore they cast you aside hope you'll tuck tail and leave but you ain't ever
4: met an old boy quite like me Well, I'd rather be real than put on a fake show But that's
0: too true for you